0: Well, what are the positive things? And, and I'll cover these briefly and then more in depth. Look at the end of verse 6. The good news is humility will prompt a bucket load of grace. Look what it says. God resists the proud, but here it is. But God gives grace to the humble. The construction here is God pours out His grace on the humble. Uh, do you remember Ahab in the Old Testament? That wicked man that, just, that caused all this horrible stuff in Israel in the northern kingdom. Do you know what? God stopped him short. With judgment, and what did he do? He wore sackcloth and ashes, and it says he walked softly in his house and mourned for his sin. What did God do? He responded to that, to that wicked man, that idolatrous, Baal worshiping, uh, totally opposed to God's way man. God was gracious to him. Why? God always responds to humility. You ever heard someone say, "Oh, you know, he's a softy," you know, that grandfather type thing? He's just a, you know that's because some grandfatherly types respond to, to little, little acts of kindness that people offer. you know what God does? God responds to humility. And even if you're a wicked king, even if you're totally going the wrong way, if there's even a shred of humility and of humbling yourself, God loves that. And humility prompts His grace. Look at verse 7. Secondly, humility provides deliverance. God says if you submit to him humbly and resist the devil, the devil will flee. So humility provides deliverance of God. He, he provides a, a victory for us. Chapter 4, verse 8, at the beginning, humility helps us develop intimacy with God. And that's another thing. If, if you don't feel like you're getting close to the Lord, humility prospers an intimate relationship. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. How is that? By humbling ourselves. Humility prospers intimacy. Fourthly, uh, the last part of verse 8, it says cleanse your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. What is double-minded? Proud and humble. They don't mutually coexist. That's a double-minded person who's, who's trying to play both sides of the tracks. Humility promotes cleansing. When we uh, cleanse our hands and purify our hearts and lament and mourn and weep, and our laughter is turned to mourning and our joy to gloom that promotes cleansing from God what is confession anyway homo logeo logos the word logeo to say homo the same we say the same thing we look at sin the same way God does we're talking the same talk and God says I hate pride I love humility we say I see pride, I see pride, I see self-promotion like the devil, I see self-assertion, I see self-delusion. I see that in my life. And, and not only do I see it, but I see it's horrible like you see it's horrible and God, I turn from it. And that promotes cleansing from God. And here's the last thing. Look at verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. Humility prepares us for great success through the power of God. Humility prepares us what does God say He'll do in verse ten? If we humble ourselves in His sight, He lifts us up. We don't have to be always uh, you know trying to jack ourselves up into some place. He God will just lift us. What was uh, Hannah's prayer that Mary quoted? You lift us up from the ash heaps. god God takes us from from our verse nine, um, being lamenting and warning and weeping. And and God lifts us from that and puts us into the place and will use us for His glory when we humble ourselves.